from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. A federal investigation is underway in Cincinnati after two bomb threats were called in at separate Jewish organizations. Dave Chodowski has more. Early yesterday morning, someone called in a bomb threat at a synagogue in Sims Township. Then a few hours later, another bomb threat at the Jewish hospital in Cincinnati. Authorities used bomb-sniffing dogs at both locations, but nothing was found. Jewish Federation of Cincinnati released a statement saying several organizations across Ohio were affected and that the FBI is investigating. Among those other threats in northwest Ohio, somebody sent an email to the Fulton County Health Center saying there were explosives inside that facility and inside all Ohio hospitals. Blanchard Valley Hospital in Finley received a similar threat. The Jewish Federation and Jewish Foundation of Greater Toledo said two synagogues in Sylvania received threats. Just as in Cincinnati, nothing turned up. And there's more. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost was the victim earlier yesterday of a swatting call at his home. Colin Dorsey has that story. The Attorney General's office confirms Columbus police showed up and searched the home but found nothing. Yost was not home at the time. State Representative Kevin Miller says Licking County Sheriff's deputies responded to his home around the same time for a swatting call. This comes after Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was the target of a swatting call on Christmas Day. Police say the call was through the suicide prevention lifeline from a man claiming he shot his girlfriend and would shoot himself. Green said this was the eighth time she's been targeted with this type of call. I'm Colin Dorsey. A 32-year-old suburban Cleveland woman accused of kidnapping has been arrested in Utah. State troopers arrested Sherry Dolores Gold in Cedar City, Utah, some 1,900 miles away from suburban Cleveland. Bedford Heights police contacted Utah authorities after tracking her cell phone there. Troopers say she had six kids in the car with her along with a loaded gun, marijuana, and cocaine. Court documents show she had refused to return one of the children to her mother and did not have permission to take the child out of Ohio. Ohio Department of Transportation vehicles were hit 56 times by drivers on the road over the last year. But Carly Dion in Columbus says that's down sharply from previous years. Matt Bruning with the Ohio Department of Transportation tells me last year that number was at 135. The year before, 154 vehicles were struck. Bruning says he believes these are most often caused by drivers who are either distracted or impaired. These happen all over the place, and it's not just interstates, and it's not just the major urban areas. We've had them on two-lane roads in rural areas as well. I mean, they really run the gamut, a variety of Uh, geographical and uh, road type locations. He says there may be several contributing factors to this downward trend. That includes the new hands-free driving law, more awareness of the move over law, and last year's mild winter meant less plows were out. Carly Dion at the Ohio Department of Transportation. Parking fees are going up after the first of the year at John Glenn Columbus International Airport. Here's ONN's Clay Gordon. Here are the parking rates from 2023 to 2024. The green lot is increasing from 6 to $8 per day. The red lot is going from 8 to $9, and the blue lot is increasing from 10 to $11. The airport says the increase is due to the impacts of inflation and rising operating and maintenance costs. I'm Clay Gordon. Some Ohio lottery winners are having trouble getting their winnings due to an unknown cybersecurity issue experienced on Christmas Eve that has affected some of the lottery's technical operations. So winners are unable to cash rewards of $600 or more. 
and all mobile caching of prizes has been suspended. This morning, the lottery said it was working to restore the services. The end of the year can be an important time for small businesses. Laura Sandlin reports from Suburban Toledo. Emily Fall owns Kids Clothesline. She says her business, like many others, relies on customers to move into the new year, which makes this week a crucial time to sell. Typically for a business, obviously, it's the end of our fiscal year, so obviously we want to make sure that a lot of the merchandise has been, you know, reduced. Plus, our spring is coming in the door next week, so we already have shipments coming in for spring merchandise, so we'll need the room. I'm Laura Sandlin in downtown Perrysburg. Ohio State fans don't seem especially enthused about seeing the Buckeyes in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas Friday night. Kevin Landers explains. The Cotton Bowl website says the game is sold out, but that's not entirely true. In fact, we know that as of Friday, Ohio State had not sold its allotment of 12,500 tickets. OSU Associate Sports Information Director Jerry Emig said, with tickets sold and team guests, the Buckeyes have used only 6,500 or just half of their allotted tickets. Meanwhile, the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers sold out their allotment in just 24 hours. So Missouri may outnumber Ohio State. We'll see on Friday. I'm Kevin Landers. A win tomorrow night against the New York Jets puts the Cleveland Browns into the playoffs with their new veteran backup quarterback. Dom Tiberi has more with Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. Joe Flacco, who won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, certainly has the Browns on a roll. Coach Kevin Stefanski says he's not surprised by what Flacco is doing. I think there's guys that with that amount of turns and with that amount of years in different systems, they can come in and operate pretty quickly. Now, you got to be very intelligent and you got to work like crazy to do it. And I think Joe's done both those things. But I think there's enough similarity to the things that we're doing that he's done in the past. And I think he could lean into that experience. I'm Dom Tiberi. Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.